0: You know I was thinking about The Spice Girls Spice Girls were a big band In the late 90s You mightn't have even been alive in the late 90s What are you doing listening to this man Go and watch CBB's or I don't know What's on RTE now We had the Den when I was growing up We had the Den Den 2 Dustin Saki, Fucking Ray Darcy back when he was cool Was Ray Darcy cool back then? I always thought he was class on the den when I was about nine. You know? Was he? He must have been. Well, I thought he was cool. I was like, Ray Darcy. When I grow up, I want to be Ray Darcy. What am I talking about? Spice Girls. Spice Girls came out in 1998 when I was about 10 or... No, I was about 11 or 13. And I had a Spice Girls poster on my wall. I was coming into that age, you know that age You've been there yourself You know the age I'm talking about Things are growing where they never grew before You've got itchy genitals because of the hair The pubis, to give it a Latin term And I had a poster of the Spice Girls on my wall Now my parents must have been looking at it going Okay, this could go either one of two ways Either he likes the Spice Girls or he likes the Spice Girls. We're just going to have to write this one out and see how it goes. You know what I mean? Either likes the Spice Girls or he likes the Spice Girls. Now this was in 1998. Things weren't as, you know, if you liked the Spice Girls' music, you were not a heterosexual in the eyes of um, society. You know, this was before uh, when the world or Ireland, especially, was very was not as open minded as it is now. I mean, my parents were probably wondering why did I want a big, massive Spice Girls poster in my bedroom, and they were all up there on the poster. You had Scary Spice, Sporty Spice, Posh Spice baby spice and ginger spice and the reason i had the poster really I'll, I'll i'll tell you here was because i was very sexually attracted i was confused i didn't know what sexual attraction was but i i knew i felt something towards two members of the group in particular there was baby spice and ginger spice jerry she was one of the first women that i that I remember, getting all hot and bothered about, you know, one of the first ones I noticed. I can still remember her dancing in the, what's it called, the Union Jack dress in the Brit Awards. Nineteen was it nineteen ninety seven? I remember looking at that and going, "Wow, Jerry Halliwell." So it was her. She was what? what she was my. My number one, then my close second was Baby Spice. They were both flip sides of a coin. One was the angelic, sweet, um, you know, and pretty, uh, nice Baby Spice. And the other one was dangerous, sexy, curvy, cheeky, ginger spice. So, you know, there were really complex things going on in my brain at the time that I liked those. They were my two ones. You know, it was sort of... I had a Madonna whore complex at the age of 11. I was thinking recently about the Spice Girls. Because... One of the group who I've just mentioned... Her name was Baby Spice. Baby. Now, these were all girls in their... I'm going to say they were like 22... Maybe a little bit younger, maybe between 19 and 23, I think, at the time. So they, and they were presented as sex symbols. What I'm saying is she was called Baby Spice and she was marketed as like a fucking six-year-old. And like I've been aware of the Spice Girls since that time, you know, late 90s, what, 30 years ago, nearly now. And I, it had never really occurred to me before that that is fucking a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit strange. It's a bit... She's baby spice. You know? And then on the other side of the Atlantic at the exact same time, who was the big breakout star? Britney Spears. She was dancing around the school dressed in a scantily clad school uniform. And what was she singing? She was singing... Hit me, baby, one more time. I mean, come on! What was going on in the late 90s? What was going on in 1998? That this was the... These were the two main things going on in pop culture. You know? And it wasn't that long ago. And I can't remember anyone at the time going, Come on, my God, my God, this is fucking weird! Um... I don't know man but it was a great time I'll tell ya for weird dads if you had a weird dad if your dad is weird I bet you had a great time in the late 90s creepy uncles had never watched more Top of the Pops than in 1998 they look back on it fondly (laughs) the greatest year of their lives but I'm glad times have moved on Welcome to Shane's Brilliant Podcast, the number one podcast in Ireland and the UK. How are you getting on? Uh, wherever you're listening from, welcome aboard the Shane train. Destination um, Antrim. How are you? Uh, this is the number one podcast in Ireland, but I think I might stop saying it because the two nights ago, Kira, my girlfriend, my long-suffering girlfriend, imagine putting up with me. She was... Woken by me, and I was still asleep in bed next to her, and she was woke me up after that because I was going like this in my sleep. I have the best podcast, I was actually roaring that in my sleep. How embarrassing I have the best podcast. What kind of a man says that imagine how embarrassing if anybody else heard. Me asleep going I have the best podcast Like it would have been Less embarrassing If I called out Some other girl's name Or something In my sleep You know Imagine Dolly Parton Wrote the song Jolene He calls your name on in your sleep Imagine If her fucking fella Was shouting out I have the number one podcast (laughs) It'd be a completely Different song It'd be It would be You'd be wanting her To leave him man Leave him Dolly, he's a sad bastard Dreaming about his own podcast You know, that's a girl's biggest fear these days, I'd say Ending up with a fellow who has a podcast And for him then to call it out in his sleep there's, you know, Have you heard this thing, the ick? I, I don't really know what it is, but Kira watches a lot of vloggers Right? So then I have to watch these vloggers You know, like internet, YouTube vloggers, YouTubers So a few weeks ago, they were talking about this thing called the ick. And that's where... um, It's basically turn-off, but they start calling it the ick. So what gives you the ick about boys? And a lot of them were like, Oh, I hate when he doesn't cut his toenails. I hate when he slurps up his spaghetti and gets spaghetti all over his face. That gives me the ick. You know, it's just turn-offs. There was one weird one was like, What really gives me the ick is when a boy concentrates... On passing his driving test, that turns that was one of the turnoffs for a girl. But I'm sure there are a lot of girls whose main ick is going out with a guy who has a podcast. <laughs> I would imagine so. The next thing that I'm going to do, probably, this, the only thing lower than calling out your own podcast name or calling out about you saying that it's the best, my podcast is the number one podcast. The only thing worse than that. Is if I call out my <laughs> my podcast name When I'm having sex <laughs> You know If I went Shane's Brilliant Podcast Or call my son Shane's middle name Brilliant Podcast Clifford <laughs> That actually might be a good idea Why don't you call your son that too please Oh man you know what fucking is more pathetic than calling out your own podcast name Do you know what time I got out of bed today you know what time? Guess. 1 p.m. One fucking in the afternoon. I'm so fucking sick of it. I'm sick of myself doing that. Like it's a problem. I have a fucking problem. Now you might say is it's just, you know if you hear of someone in their mid fucking 30s, how pathetic. Getting up at 1 p.m. You go, that is the height of laziness. But I don't think it's laziness because I'm not waking up at like 9 going, oh, do you know what? I'll lie until 1. I'm not actually waking up at all until 1 and i'm fucking nearly 30 something uh, you know i mean if i if i have my day job at 9 in the morning of course i'll wake up but today i didn't i was i was working on a late shift but still i slept for 13 hours or something it's not right man if you sleep until 1 p.m in your mid 30s something's gone wrong in your life somewhere if you're you know what i mean if you're sleeping until 1 p.m in your mid-fucking-thirties There is some you got to go back Through every step of your life And figure out what went wrong To cause you A man who's halfway through his life Is still Getting up After one Be quiet, Georgie I'm pontificating About my fucking pathetic life I mean, I felt sick When I woke up I was like, no Not again You know um. Go on, you want to go out? And I don't know what it is Is it the medication or what But it's fucking You know I mean especially in the new year Because you know You have these visions My vision was I'd be getting up at 8 o'clock In the morning writing Doing all that kind of stuff And there I am 1 o'clock in the afternoon Waking up Pathetic But that leads me on To new year's resolutions What are your new year's resolutions Mine is to get up Before noon Once in a while On my day off Get up at like 9 Shane 9 is not early Can you do it I don't think I can, but I'll try. Um, Another thing that I'm doing is, you know, I'm changing my life, by the way. I'm going to keep in my house, my apartment tidy, fucking tidy. No, it's not. We're getting there, but it's not there yet. But um, I'm going to keep it tidy because I think that's a big problem. So if you've lived in a, in a messy house or whatever, really messy I'm talking about, I'll tell you how messy my house is. Went, went tidy in my bedroom the last day. Found a burger. Found a burger. A McDonald's quarter pounder. A cheese. A Fucking burger. Found a burger. Full. Not one bite taken out of it. Down by the side of the bed. Not one bite taken out of the burger. <laughs> Found it underneath some fucking rubbish at the side of the bed. How do you find a McDonald's burger? In your room? That's how messy it was. Do you know what I mean? What's... I mean, you probably think this is, oh, he's a hot shot with his, the number one podcast. But my life is really fucking, it's not, you, you don't want it. You don't want this life. Okay. You might think you want my life, but you don't. It's chaos. It's chaotic. Because think about it. If you find a burger, what does that mean? If you find a burger in your room, what does that mean? It means at one point you lost a burger. Have you ever met someone to lose a burger in their own house? Like just lose a burger? Has anyone you know ever lost has anyone in fucking human history lost a burger in their house? A quarter pounder from McDonald's. Especially this house, like I said, I live in Portobello, but there's not much room. It's tiny. Um so yeah, so that's a thing that I'm doing I'm going look fuck sex Shane, man get your fucking house in order man get up before noon what are you you're like a I think and I think I've said this before I think when I was a teenager I had to grow up kind of fast due to circumstances with family and stuff emotionally I had to grow up fast and I think because of that some fucking form of um stunted emotional growth happened like I wasn't able to fucking what's it called develop um, Like the correct way So I went up f- Too fast And then I don't know I just didn't develop properly And I'm still Mentally a teenager I really do believe That I'm mentally a teenager And physically Look at my Tight Arse <laughs> Sorry But Yeah so that's Fucking number one and two man Get up And Tidy your house And when you're young When you're in sixth class, first year, second year, and you imagine your life as an adult, which you do sometimes, you think, what will I be when I grow up? You never imagine that you're in a, uh, your house is such a state that you're going to lose a burger. You know? Of all the foods to lose, I can't even remember losing a burger. That'll tell you how many fucking burgers I was eating. (laughs) I mean, I can't remember that. It's not funny when you're young, you think, when you're an adult, that you're going to have it all sussed. That everything's going to be fine. And then when you get to be an adult, you go, fucking hell, what a idiot I was for thinking that. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know how to do anything. I don't know what's going on. Ah! I wish I could go back into the womb. Um. But here we are. In twenty twenty one. Another thing I'm doing, uh I'm learning how to play chess. Cause I watched that fucking program. Did you watch it? The Queen's Gambit. It's good enough. It's it's good. The first it kinda I liked it, but uh the first six episodes, I think it was only seven episodes. It kinda the last two episodes it kind of seemed to not really go anywhere that you didn't know it was gonna go. But uh, I really enjoyed it and it's about chess or a chess player. You don't have to know anything about fucking chess to watch it. But I was watching it going... Because, you know, when you watch it, you just see them move the pieces around the board. You don't really see what's going on in their brain. So if you just see people moving it around the board and winning, you think, that's fucking easy. I can do that. I can do that. Huh? Chess is supposed to be hard. So anyway, I started playing online chess. And I'm fucking Awful. Pathetic. I'm looking at my score, right? Because you get, a, you start off at like, uh, it gives you a score. So to be a grandmaster, you have to be 2,500 is your score at minimum. And my score now is 600. And you start off at 1,000. So I've lost 400 points from losing games. And I'm beginning to think, am I actually, um, you know, not smart at all? Because I'm. Sc- I'm getting fucking hammered at these chess games. Hammered. And it's really... That's what I've been doing the last three days is playing chess online all the time. But I want to learn it because I want to, by the end of the year, I want to be good. Good enough. Have you seen that uh, documentary, this Bobby Fischer one? Bobby Fischer was the grand mass, American greatest chess player in the 70s and the 60s, I think. Late 60s. But the... He basically went insane because of chess. And it's happened to a few chess players because it's so fucking tough on the brain. Cause all you can all you do when you get hooked into it is think about chess all day long. So all these great grandmasters and stuff in chess, they're all insane. They all have terrible lies. They're all fucking <laughs> <laughs> like some of these chess players. You look at their life and you go Jesus that's a Life's a mess But at least he's good at chess My life Calling out podcast name in my sleep Waking up at fucking One in the afternoon Finding burgers at last And I'm still shit at chess You know it would, If I was good at chess I mean <laughs> It would be an excuse But anyway I'm playing chess That's one of my new things I want to learn how to play chess well You know I'm going to keep at it, Um, I want to have a tidy house, another resolution, listening to music that's not the Beatles, because last year, if you were a fan of the podcast, you'll know, basically, for the first nine months of the year, I fucking, that's all I talked about and listened to was the Beatles over and over again, sort of as a coping mechanism for everything that was going on, it brought me back to childhood about my favourite band when I was a teenager, because it's comforting, it's like putting yourself into a nice, you know, warm Liverpool glove. And But now I'm going to expand my mind a bit more, listen to other things. Because there is a lot more music, so I'm, I've been listening to a lot of jazz. And I like jazz. I like a lot of jazz. I like a lot of Miles Davis. My, one of my favourite albums, if you want to know uh, about my love of jazz for some reason, one of my favourite albums is by Miles Davis. And it's not a kind of blue... Which is actually a great album, but the one that I love more, I think, is called "In a Silent Way." But I'm going to—that's what I'm going to do—expand my mind musically a little bit. Uh, I want to, another resolution. I've got too many resolutions. Another one: I want to watch a 100 new movies, not new movies like that came out in 2021 or 2020. Movies I haven't seen before. Do you want? Know I saw recently, man, and it was fucking horrifically bad. Rambo. F- six or whatever it is the last Rambo Rambo last blood there was first blood first blood past two Rambo three Rambo four and Rambo Last Blood and this one he it's basically the story of Taken they took the story of Taken uh, the Liam Neeson film and they put it into a Rambo film but it's ridiculous because he's ninety nine years old and he's running around and he's taking on an army and there's like the one bit where he's running through these tunnels that he built somehow, being in his fucking 90s. And he is running at top speed through him. And you can tell that they just fast forwarded it. I mean, he must have really been running about three miles an hour in it. And they just sped it up to looks like he's running 100 miles. It looks like he's running faster than you've seen Bolt. And it's kind of weird optically and in your brain because you can tell that the guy is, you know, older than the Titanic. Um, but... Also, Stallone is so... Like, if you know anything about Stallone, <laughs> I got ba- uh, blocked on Twitter and Instagram by his brother Frank. But um, he's a very pro-Trump kind of Republican, hardline Republican Tea Party dude. And this film is so Trumpian. Because it's him and he's, his daughter gets kidnapped and sold into sexual slavery right and she's drugged and all that stuff and who what nationality do you think the guys that do it to her are fucking mexicans of course of course it's going to be mexicans and it's so outrageous and pro-trump you know but um yeah it was a terrible terrible. it wasn't even enjoyable it wasn't even so bad it was enjoyable it was just stupid um So yeah, so but I want to watch a 100 new movies that I haven't seen. Which might sound like a lot, but you know, fuck it. So so maybe I'm taking too much on with my resolutions. I'd like to hear your resolutions. Shane's brilliant email at gmail.com. Have you got any any good ones that I can do? Are you doing the thing? I know a a couple of people got on to me because I talked before about my technique now for exercising, which I still do. If you don't want to look like you're the type of person that is exercising, which let's face it, unless you're a prick, you don't... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry for any of you to dress in because I'm only joking but what I do is I put my hands in my pocket and I just kind of pretend my upper body is walking slow and my my legs at the bottom are going 90 do you know what I mean so it looks like that I'm just walking somewhere and I keep a frown on my face so it looks like I'm walking really fast or in a temper you know so because if you're smiling and walking really fast it's like a discordant optical thing but if you're scowling and walking really fast, people are like, "Jesus, we get out of this guy's way, you know? He's got—he means business. You got to get somewhere." But really, you're just walking, trying to keep fit. And I've called it nonchalant exercising because you want to appear as nonchalant as possible. But a couple of people, a couple of um, guys, have gotten in touch with me saying that they've been doing it. They've been going out nonchalant exercising uh, since November, and the. the you know, which is good, I like, I'm an influencer, man, you know, I got Ellen cancelled back in the day, remember that, um, so yeah, so not, keep nonchalantizing, if any of you have any different, uh, if you have any, especially if you've got any musical, um, recommendations, send them in, Shane's brilliant email at gmail.com, and if you've got any uh, techniques for getting up early in the morning, I mean, sleeping until 1 p.m., that's, you know that's beyond help That's a medical t- <laughs> That's sort of a medical situation Or a psychological thing That is You know that is There's something going on in there In my life That is causing that Excuse me John. You know I was thinking about man I had a pain in my stomach last week And I was thinking about One of the most embarrassing farts That I ever made and it wasn't so embarrassing because of the fart, and I farted in front of people. That, was, but that wasn't even the most embarrassing part. The most embarrassing part was because of what the fart represented and signified. Uh, it was, you know, I was a young fella, and I remember waking up in pain in the middle of the night, and it was so bad I went into my mo- my mother and father, and I was like, you know, I'm crying. Oh, my stomach is killing me. Ah. And like I can remember it was intense pain. I was riding around in tears and stuff. So they brought me to the fucking hospital. And they said, Jesus, that might be his appendix. Because I was like, yeah, the pain's here. Ah, I was screaming. So they were like, we're going to have to keep him in. So they kept me in hospital for three days. Doctors were coming to see me. You know, consultants. I was lying in the hospital, truly General. Tralee General Hospital it's called Tralee University Hospital now for some reason there ain't no university there but they kept me in man I was in the bed for three days in pain and the doctor was coming in he was going no it's not his appendix and he was looking at me and you could tell that he didn't believe me he thought I was faking and I knew I could tell by just by his countenance and just by his his attitude that he was like this little prick is wasting my fucking time he's wasting the government the hospital's money or whoever's money pays for it he's wasting nurses time he's taking a bed for some old fucker you know what I mean probably some old man in pain and he came in one morning alright on the fourth day I was in there for four fucking days at this point and he was like did the usual thing that he does he did every day push down here does that hurt push down here does that hurt I was like yeah Yeah, and then he pushed down on one part of my stomach and I left off a huge fart. And instantly the pain went. So what it was, was trapped wind. Trapped wind. It wasn't a fucking appendix or some mystery stomach cancer. I was in pain. Or I mean, I was in a hospital bed for four days because I needed to fart. And... He looked at me then And I looked at him And I remember thinking Immediately Oh shit That's what it was Because I wasn't faking it I really was in pain But after that I had to keep up The fucking Ruse I had to pretend For three days afterwards To my mother Who was worried As fuck about me Thought I might be Dying because it was A mystery stomach ailment <laughs> The doctor Who was on to me. I had to lie there in the hospital. Roll around. In the bed pretending that I had fucking. A fucked up appendix you know. I had to fake it. All I needed to do was fart. I was reminded of that the other day. Because I ate some bad hake. And my stomach was a bit dodgy afterwards. Uh, When someone said. Do you know what I love (laughs) to think about. You know when like an old woman, you always hear them saying, oh, I had a bit of an upset tummy. You know that means that they had the shits? Just for future reference. If your nan ever says, oh, I had a bit of an upset tummy, that means your nan had the shits. Okay? Let's not, let's just fucking up stop beating around the bush here. Let's just lay the cards out under the table. When your nan or your mom says she's an upset stomach, <laughs> it means that she has the shits. Okay? Let's keep the language plain simple. Please, moms and nans. Okay? But yeah, I remember that, man. That was the most embarrassing fart ever. Because the second I farted, I knew I'd been costing and wasting a lot of people's time. <laughs> but anyway, listen, we're coming into lockdown number three. How are you feeling about it? I'm asking you, listening right now. How are you feeling about the new lockdown? Woo! I mean, and, me and Kira were... Like, what are we going to do? Kira's like, half thinking about maybe us going back to Tralee because you just can't take it anymore. And I think a lot of people are probably, it's just, like, fucking slap in the face at this point, isn't it? It's a slap in the fucking face. And I'm not saying, like, it's a slap in the face as in, oh, the government, man, are fucking coming here, by the they're, they're doing this to control us. What I don't understand, if you are one of these people, like who are an anti-vaxxer or whatever, or people who don't believe that the coronavirus and all this is as bad as it's meant to be and uh, that the government are doing it to control us so or whatever. If that's what you believe, I honestly would like, you can keep it anonymous. Can you just get in touch with me and give me just a, one paragraph of why, what the Irish government seem are, are Would gain from this You know Keeping us all in our houses Not spending money Because there are people out there That still think that But that's not what I'm saying About the lockdown I know it's necessary In fact I think it should probably Go further Personally Schools and shit Should be closed I know they are closed now But they probably shouldn't Have been opened Even though I know That's a whole other fucking thing There's ups and downs I know uh, Listen I keep telling you I don't know anything so I don't have the answers But What I'm saying is This lockdown is a slap in the face Because We We had this hope Didn't we In um, At the end of last year Because of the vaccine And You know Four or five vaccines Are coming out And you know you're Fucking Vaccines coming out Our Fucking Eye holes We'd at, We had vaccines To bait the bands. But now we realise that the vaccines are probably going to take a lot longer to uh, to roll out. So that's kind of like what I mean by a slap in the face. Is, is, you know, it's just kind of... I think it got, probably got a lot of people down hard this time. Like there's a form of torture. I, I don't know if I made this analogy before, but I'll just fucking do it again. Where... The Japanese, I think it was in World War Two, might have been, might have started it. Or they, I know they did it to American POWs. They'd torture, you then they'd leave, and they'd kind of let set you free from the shackles or whatever. And just when you thought that everything was going to be okay, they'd come back in and do it again. And that's kind of what it feels like. But it's a stupid virus, you know. Um, but what can you do? What can you do? so another thing that I'm trying to do is this lockdown because the last not the last one the last lockdown I can't even remember nothing happened but the first lockdown lockdown one basically I think like a lot of people treated it as as first as a little holiday drank cans every day smoked a lot of marijuana and masturbated till I was blue in the face but now I'm not going to drink, i not going to smoke and I'm not going to masturbate till I'm blowing in the balls because this lockdown is going to be different. And I'm going to, me personally, I'm going to try and use it to create. I'm going to be an artist. Um, you know, that's what I'm going to try and do it just to keep myself occupied. I'm going to be an art artiste. And which is something that I've been, um, not being artiste, but, you know, just create, make things, make things that I like for myself. Even make things that I'm not even going to put out just for myself. I've done that, you know, I've made fucking videos and looked at them and said, yeah, that's good. And then deleted them. (laughs) Stupid. Because I was too anxious to put them up online. But I'm going to make little videos, write little stories if I can, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hold up there a second. I just had to pause because I got a notification. I'm out of breath. Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, I mean. I hope that I get to a point, me personally, look, you might be invested in Kim and Kanye, but I hope I get to a point where I don't know anything about them you know like here is a big fan of the Kardashians uh, I've just, and just by osmosis I've picked up a lot of what it happens in it you know and who they are Ka- Kim Kylie they all start with Kay waiver I, I' bet you I'll be able to name them all I' admit sure the name of the three Kardashian sisters are Kim Chloe and Courtney and then The Kardashian Jenners are Fucking Kylie Kylie and Kylie's the one with the lip thing And the model one is Oh fuck Almost had it Kylie and No Fuck it I'll never figure that out now But, you know, because Kira watches, you you know, sometimes when your partner or husband or wife watches something that you despise, really, on moral grounds, you still pick up, you still kind of get into it sometimes, you know, even though I'm like, Kira, why are you watching this shit? Why are you watching this crap? It's fucking awful. And then, you know, two seconds later, I'm like, what did fucking TJ say about Ryan? Ryan? Or whatever, whatever the fuck is on the program. Oh my God, did Chris really say that to Bruce? Um, It's the same, like, but Love Island. Oh my God, Kira, not again. And then on every fucking night, what? And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, Molly Mae, I think Molly Mae is going to pick Tommy. <laughs> and so, you know, that's just what happens know just popped up on my computer there kylie or what's his name kanye i mean kanye man I've, the guy is not right in the head you know and i mean that in a nice way i mean he's not he's got he's got issues and it's obvious you know and and he's obviously a talented fella and i said before we want our rock stars to be crazy if they're going to be rock stars you want them to be a bit off the rails you know, sick of all these, like, nice boy fellas. You want fucking crazy guys. But sometimes Kanye is a bit too much into the realm of uh, feeling sad rather than, you know, enjoying it. So anyway, listen, I hope that they have a good life. Uh, But what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So before I go there, I got uh, a young guy got in touch with me. Mm, it was a quite a while well maybe about a month ago saying that he wants to be do comedy and that he wants to create something but he's too embarrassed because he thinks his parents will laugh at him and his friends will go what the fuck who do you think you are you know and he was just saying he asked me do you ever feel like you need to be funny or you need to create or you'll burst you know and basically he was asking should i do it even though i'd be embarrassed and i have this but i have this need within me to create and i i'll just if there's any of you out there who are frustrated and it doesn't have to be comedy it can be anything i think but you're afraid of what people will think. You're afraid of people say, Jesus, man, Billy's gone off the wall altogether to see his paintings. They're fucking shtead of him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shtead of him. What does that mean? It's a fucking... It's supposed to be a sunset or something. It looks like a, an ostrich. Uh, this is what you'll do. And that's supposed to be a fucking sunset, man. It looks like an ostrich. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to think of a painting that's supposed to look like a sunset but actually looks like an ostrich how bad that would actually be but here is my answer or was my answer now of course i've speaking from a place of authority because i am one of the greatest content creators in history underappreciated i'm like the van gogh of irish content creation i hate that phrase content creation but you know what i mean i'm like I'm um, when I'm dead, they're going to be selling links to my OnlyFans for a hundred million. Um, but anyway, he asked me, so I thought it might be helpful to any of you who are listening to this. You might think I'm a wanker too, which is fine. Uh, I would say that if you have that feeling that you need to make something, or you'll burst for a long time before I ever actually made anything i felt like i needed to do it that's all i wanted to do all i used to think about was making movies i wanted to be a filmmaker director like scorsese one of my you know my hero or orson wells and i didn't but i had that feeling it was all i wanted to do i just wanted to express myself i suppose and I let the anger at not doing it grow within me. And I sort of twisted in my mind to blame everybody else for me not doing it. Do you know what I mean? So I was thinking, oh, if I just didn't have this fucking shitty job in the supermarket, I'd be able to have all the free time in the world to, you know, make, make write a script uh, if I wasn't living in Chile, I'd have all the free time in the world, you know. Uh, if I didn't have to meet my girlfriend tonight, I could st- plan on doing screen tests or whatever. But I learned too late, a little too late. I wish I'd learned it earlier. I wish I'd learned it in my early 20s instead of my late, my very late. Because that's my biggest fear now. Well, not my biggest. My biggest fear is... Um, testicular aids. <laughs> but my second biggest fear is the uh, realization is that I left it way too late, and that this ship has sailed, and I'm obsolete before I even got started. You know. So if there's any of you out there who feel like that, stop making excuses for yourself. Stop thinking, what are my family going to think, man? What are my friends going to say down the pub? They probably talk about you Behind your back I'm sure my friends do And say What the fuck is Shane Did you see his latest thing fucking shite Here's Shane's podcast man Fucking shite I'm sure There are people (laughs) That I'm very close to That are saying those things But after a while You just Learn Or you just don't think about that Because you become Someone who makes things Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do I even fucking know what I'm talking about? You become someone who makes things and does things just by doing it. So, my advice to any of you and to that young man are to just start doing it, man. And that sounds facetious, like, just fucking start. But it's true, the only way you're going to get something done is if you do it. So just start before you leave it too late like I did and become bitter and Hate everybody else. <laughs> Blame everybody else for your woes. Get out of that mindset. That's my my uh, message to you in 2021. Get out of the mindset and create, man. Our, my other message to you is if you're not a creative person and you don't want to be and you'd prefer to drink pints in your house, of course, not in a she-bean and mayo, then I would say, Do that too. Whatever makes you happy, man. Fuck everybody else. Fuck anybody else. Fuck your parents. (laughs) That's the hopeful message for this podcast this week. Fuck your parents. Fuck your friends. Just be whatever it is you need to be. If you want to be a comedian, just fucking do it. You could be shit. Chances are you will be. But you mightn't be. You could be great. You could be the next... um, You could be the next... um, Fucking Val Dunikin. Was he even a comedian? No. Anyway, it's now 2.30 in the morning. 2.30 in the a.m. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Listen, I'll have to just let you know. It was complete stream of consciousness. Because there's nothing going on in my life. Or any of our lives. I'm locked in a two-room fucking apartment for the next six weeks. Well, God knows what I'm going to talk about. But listen, we'll get there. It'll be... You know, it'll be like watching um a Russian film. It'll be long, arduous, and in the end you won't have a clue what any of it was about. But if you want to support the podcast... Shane's Brilliant Podcast at patreon.com. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Shane's Brilliant Podcast. If you want to send an email, send me your complaints, send me some, ask me some questions about your love life, <laughs> or just send me n- new pictures of yourself. Shane's Brilliant email at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Brilliant Shane even though I'm locked out of it again but you know I could be back soon and Instagram at Shane's Brillo Pod. and if you want leave a five star review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts and thanks to everybody else who has. Okay I'm going to go now because I'm rambling on here and laughing at myself. You know when you get so tired that you laugh at nothing. So Um all right, listen. Stay safe, man. And if you wanna make shit, just do it. That's the message. And if you're gonna hold in a fart, try and make sure the doctor's out of the room before you let it go. And if your dad was into the Spice Girls, you know, go to therapy. Okay. Cheers, nice one, thanks and hobnob.